0: Hey, welcome back y'all. How we doing? A little gobble gobble. Welcome back to Turn Bark time. I'm the turn. <laughs> I'm the bark. And we're gonna be here a long time. He wasn't ready for that joke. And I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> hey, we're on season three. Episode three. Uh, and this is custom Thanksgiving episode. Um, dropping on the big gobble gobble day so if you are cooking your turkey right now watching this video or listening to it on spotify thank you we appreciate it for those of you watching i'm just going to throw this out there because every youtuber apparently says it go ahead and like and subscribe down at the bottom um and we'll keep these videos going so bark happy thanksgiving
1: Happy Thanksgiving. We're probably going to be more entertaining than any of the Detroit Lions Thanksgiving football games ever.
0: I second that wholeheartedly. And if we were talking about the NFL, which we're not because we're going down a rabbit hole, we have no idea what's going on in the NFL right now. (laughs) Craziness is ensued. Um, But we get to talk about a fun topic today. It's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, So shout out to your daughter. This one goes out to Emma. Um, Gave us the topic of our favorite cartoons. Favorite cartoons. So I uh, was pretty excited. I knew, like I said at the end of our last episode, I knew exactly one of my cartoons right off the bat. Um, so, but I will defer to Barker to start off because no offense, Barker, your cartoon's a smidge older than mine. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm an 80s kid. Turner's a 90s kid, so we span different decades. So you might notice a difference in our in our, in our our picks <laughs> because of that. Um, I looked at this, and I really I actually had a hard time because growing up, we lived out on a hill outside of town. And if the weather was good, we pretty much had two channels, maybe three, maybe four. Um, we had CBS and ABC. And that's back in the day when there was only cartoons on Saturday morning. Um, And so I went back and I looked at like, I thought about like, what are the ones that I remember watching? And so I'm going to start with the one that's actually like probably the one that people have never heard of. And that's <laughs> Garfield in France. Right, the lasagna loving eating cat who lived with John Arbuckle <laughs> and the dog Odie. Yep. Um had a cartoon show that ran from 1988
0: to 94. 121
1: episodes. Wow. Um and according, I was looking at something because it was actually Garfield and Friends means that it was Garfield cartoons, and then they would cut it with something called us acres or they eventually called it orson's farm and it was about these like, random farm animals <laughs> and it like the main guy was orson the pig and then there was like roy who was the rooster um wade who was a duck and then there was a sheep named Bo or something and anyway and there was two chicks and there was one of was in a shell his name was sheldon <laughs> you know just stupid stuff but i mean like it was one of the most like kind of like consistent shows and I was reading, it, and I think it was CBS, and they were like, "It was a staple of CBS's like Saturday morning lineup for
0: years." Yeah,
1: and I'm just like, "I still so my granddad, another caveat to why this is sticks in my memory, is that my grandfather, my dad's dad, Grandpa Barker, who, um, loved to tape stuff off of TV on VHSs."
0: No, oh, yeah, there you right,
1: go every episode of mash he had a box set of mash before box sets of anything (laughs) were a thing they're still on those vhs's i don't know what happened to them but (laughs) we have a tape at my mom and dad's that had the garfield like thanksgiving and like garfield like christmas special on it okay and so i now look up on youtube these videos and make my children watch them. Yeah. Because, like, it's it's one of those, like, it's like everybody watches Charlie Brown, like, screw Charlie Brown, like a big yeah. whiny kids, <laughs> you know? You got to watch Garfield. Garfield's better than Charlie Brown, because, like, Garfield's like that. I don't even know who voiced it, but that, bless that man. Bless yeah. the man who voiced Garfield, the cat, for all of those. And this book, like, way better than, like, any of the reiterations have been with, like, the CGI. It was old-school Garfield with John and Odie and, and Nermal
0: normal yes normal uh um, okay so now when we did garfield and friends sorry i'm gonna interrupt you really you, you're sorry, fine Mary. is this the one where because i think i've seen these before where garfield like his mouth doesn't actually move right like he just looks at the thing and it, it talks okay perfect i wanted to make sure that I, so i have seen garfield and friends even though i am a 90s kid
1: yeah, yeah it's yeah it's it's more of him yeah, like he he kind of looks at the he breaks the fourth wall and will like yeah. look at the audience and then like somebody like voices over like what he's thinking is the majority of how it works. He's a cat, and cats can't really talk. Yeah. So there's no point Disney in making <laughs> the mouths move when they talk because they're aminals. <laughs> um so anyway, it, it I, I think that's kind of a weird pick. No, oh, I like it. Um cuz it was going to be G.I. Joes, also classic. And then I was like but that's more of a toy. Yeah. I was I didn't watch the show as much as I played with the toys. Like we had EJ joe, we had
0: G.I. Joe's all over the place. Um, I mean? Lorenzo Music was the voice of Garfield for 121 episodes. Bless him. Yeah, he is a interesting man. Let's see. Yeah, he was a writer for multiple shows, but did a lot of Garfield was Garfield's what he's famous for. So Rightfully so. Oh, he did Darkwing Duck, too. He was in Darkwing Duck. He was in the Rugrats.
1: Yeah, good stuff. I like it. So, anyways, both of my picks. Spoiler alert for the second one. Both of mine are, like, ABC, CBS, like, Saturday morning because that's the only cartoons we had. It was the beginning of the era of the Disney, like, after, after school power hour. Yeah, but we'd have to run up to my grandmother's because she lived like another hundred feet in elevation. and could get to the box. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not joking. I remember. Like I know. I know like, we gotta joking. go to grandma's. And we get up there with like five minutes left. I'm like, Ooh, do we get to see anything? And I didn't understand commercials at all. Yeah, <sighs> I love it. Tonight on K, you know, K13 News. I'm like, S-
0: yeah, sorry. That's wow, Barger. Now, now we're really blocked from school filters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. One nice one. Whoopsie. Um, so Bark, I'm actually going to audible from what we did now that I think about it, uh, and the way you described Garfield, um, I'm actually going to go with like your, I liked how you said it. Like, what do you remember watching? And honestly, the first show that I, I like really, really remember watching that was a cartoon, um, was Pokemon when it made it to the United States. and. It rocked my world. And I remember this. And like, so here's what happened. I, I would come home from school, um, elementary school. I'd be picked up by my dad. And we would, my sister and I would always, and my brother too, would always fight over who would go, who could go get the mail. And I know that sounds silly, but it was always like, I'm going to get the mail. And we'd like get out of the car and like run the like 50 feet to the mailbox, even though it was, wasn't like a far race or anything. But I remember I got this VHS and it was from Toys R Us. And I was like, oh, what is it? And it was all about Pokemon and talking about this thing that's coming to the United States. And I remember starting to watch it. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true blue Pokemon, cause that was the first one I ever had, uh, fan in terms of like when it came out, that was a Saturday morning and they played them in order and it was the Indigo League and it was phenomenal. I remember just watching them over and over and over again. And that was like, I was always the early riser. My sister and my brother sleep in. Shout out to my sister and brother for sleeping in. Love me to watch Pokemon. Um, but I would like get up, I'd have my bowl of cereal, and like Pokemon would come on, I think at like eight. And it was like, or it was like reruns before it. Like there was Teen Titans and like all this other stuff that was on, but it was like Pokemon. I was like, I just wanted to watch it. And I was like, I just wanted Pokemon, it's all I wanted. Right. And now, like as an adult, like they have Pokemon Go, right. They're still making Pokemons like it's a successful <laughs> franchise. It's very powerful. And it's just like, I, like I, I had kids the other day that brought in Pokemon cards. And I was just, like, I wish I could find my Pokemon cards and like show you guys what I have. It's also probably worth a lot of money. But oh, well, <laughs> another thing that went down the tube. Um, but yeah, I remember like and it was like it was Ash catch him. And he was 10 years old. And now as an adult, I'm 31 years old. And I'm like, this is morally irresponsible for any mother to let their child leave their house with a wild animal and say, okay, go capture other wild animals and fight them. Right? Like, this is not like a, in theory, Pokemon. Like, I know they're friends. Like, they protect them. They train them. Like, that's the whole goal. They give them a life and everything. So they're more like pets. But it's like, this doesn't seem like a right like thing when you like add up Pokemon and like take a look at it. But it was one of those shows as a kid, like I just watched his adventure and I was like, oh my God, like this is so cool. He gets to travel the world and he would like solve problems and they would run into team rocket. And, you know, he, he met Misty and he beat Brock. And it was always like, he was never like going to overpower anybody. Right. And I love that about people. Like he's never going to overpower anyone. He has to be crafty. Like he has to outsmart them. He has to use strategy, you know, and he was a nincompoop. Like, that was the best part. Ash Ketchum was a complete nincompoop and thought, no matter what, he could always overpower somebody. And then the, his friends would be like, no, we have to strategize and do this. And so they would strategize, and then he would do it and be like, wow, you're not a nincompoop. You did it. And he would realize it. But they got to travel all over the world. They got to catch different Pokemon. They got to train in gyms. This led me to buying like I had the blue, I had blue, I had red, I had yellow, I had silver, I had gold. And then I stopped because it's like, OK, at this point, you're just duplicating monsters. Like I play Pokemon Go enough to look at it and be like, you guys are giving up at this point. Like you're just you're just throwing stuff together, just tossing them out there and, and hoping it sticks to the wall. But I mean, it was a really big part of my childhood. Like it was and I would still say just one of my favorite cartoons. What frustrates me is that on Netflix, when you go to watch Pokemon, they have Indigo League but they stop and they don't, it doesn't continue. There's no season two, season three, like they're supposed to be. It just stops at an episode and it's a random episode that doesn't like tie anything together. It's just stop. It's very, very frustrating. But I would still say that Pokemon was one of my, like easily one of my top cartoons. I watched that thing religiously. I still go back and watch episodes because I just, I love the idea of it. I would still like, I'd still play on my, My uh, uh, cell phone, like Pokemon Go, my emulator and everything like that. I know we're talking about TV shows, but I watched the movie, right? Like he had the uh, Mewtwo movie where he had to go and like take on Mewtwo. And then he like found Mew and there's this whole other thing. And then I watched the second movie, which was Lugia. And that's the mythical Pokemon. And what's crazy is the people who made Pokemon were freaking geniuses. Because (laughs) in the... Silver and gold, the mythical Pokemon that you can catch is Lugia, right? Which is that Pokemon from the movie. Or it's Ho-Ho. Yes, haha, the name's funny. Um, Which is like a fire-breathing mythical bird thing, but not Moltres. Um, But in episode one of Pokemon, Ash sees Ho-Ho flying across the sky after he and Pikachu defeat all the Spearow. And it's like, man... That's really well thought out. And the fact that you brought that into a game way later, I just I love the connection. I love the 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 movement through it. So, again, all time favorite or one of the all time favorites is not the all time favorite. One of the all time favorites is definitely Pokemon. By the way, for those of you wondering what it was originally going to be. Uh, it was going to be Hey Arnold, which again, Hey Football Head, great film, great films, great cartoons. I still watch them. They're all on Hulu. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. But but I, I'd have to pick Pokemon over Hey Arnold. All right, Bark. Emma watches
1: Pokemon um, occasionally. She'll be sitting there. We've got stuffed Pikachus and a Bulbasaur and just kind of some random stuff around. But she just, I don't know, she's like...
0: Bark really Never. quick. If you had to pick a sliding. favorite. If you had to pick huh? a favorite. If you had to pick a favorite Pokemon, what are you picking? I have. Hey, pick... hey, let me actually. I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase my question. If you had to pick a starter Pokemon, it doesn't have to be the starter three, but you have to pick one of the non-evolved forms of a Pokemon to start with. Which one are you picking? Probably Squirtle. Okay, classic. Can't go Squirtle wrong with that. Squirtle, the turtle. Yep. I have to go with. I had it in my brain. Where did it go? Oh, where did it go? I lost it. Shucks. I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Evie. Because Evie can turn into multiple different things. But there's also the classic Eevee episode, which is called the Eevee Brothers. Another shout out episode where all the brothers are quick to evolve and the younger brother keeps his Eevee and lets it learn the, the normal attacks. And so that Eevee is a lot uh, quicker and saves the day. Spoiler alert. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Go I ahead. I <laughs> enjoyed the Pokemon movie, the, the live action one with the. Oh, the Detective, the, the Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. I never saw it. Was- Oh what? No, so I never saw it because it, it a lot of people told me that it just it let me down. So
1: I disagree. It's it's a good family film.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, I will watch it. That is no yeah, doubt we weren't
1: that. sure because at one point it had the the oh the monkeys with the hands on their tails.
0: Uh, oh APMs.
1: Yeah, they look kind of freaky, but yeah. We were like, ah, can they handle it? And it's like, our oh, Poop.
0: Sorry. Man, we are gonna get blocked.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit a couple of bloops in here but uh
0: we get a beep you have
1: to figure out how to do that (laughs) um adventures in editing
0: yeah family-friendly film yeah sorry no you're good it was good
1: it's good good. kids liked it um we enjoyed it we enjoyed it so my second one kind of bridges the gap between we've been talking about saturday morning cartoons and then like I talk about G.I. Joe's and it wasn't about toys, but like this is a show that people accused of being a 30 minute commercial for toys and pizza um, every Saturday. (laughs) And it is another show that I I vividly remember watching. And I do believe that we can we had something called Constructs, Mm -hmm. which were like these plastic beams that you would connect with these like crazy like raspberry connector deals. And yeah. we would make swords and stabs and sais and all kinds of things. And I think by the end of it, they were all cracked from us, like, swinging them at each other. Yeah. Because that's what you did with things. Yeah. Um, in the era of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. So. TMNT. It ran from 87 to 96. Wow. Roughly 200 episodes. Nice. Um, so originally based off of the comic book by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, and apparently in four years it sold $1.1 billion in toys. That
0: sounds right. I definitely own Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys.
1: As did we. Um, only, I think it was behind G.I. Joe and Star Wars as far as earning money and like okay. that four year, which it's like the the heyday of Saturday morning cartoons where a lot of Saturday morning cartoons were created to sell the toys and if you have not seen the toys that made us on netflix as a series okay uh, i highly recommend that they talk about star wars they talk about hello kitty i mean just kind of barbie a variety of different toys and it's just really Mm -hmm. interesting power rangers i think is on there too um it's really interesting where they talk about kind of like the history of how they got where they were but anyways
0: i have a question for you what's hello kitty's last name Last name is White. Her name's Kitty White. That's her name. Really? Hmm. Learned that from a Trivial Pursuit card. Did not know that. No. There you go. all Learned right change Ninja me. Turtles. Sorry.
1: Um. It was perfect because I had three brothers and there was four Ninja Turtles, so it was perfect. Yeah. I always thought of myself as Raphael because okay. I like the color red growing up. Yeah. Um. And then a while back, one of my brothers was like. Well, you're like Leonardo. I'm like, well, no, no, no. I can't be Leonardo because Leonardo's like the blue one. He's the leader, and I'm like, I'm not the oldest. Like Bob's Leonardo because he's <laughs> the oldest. And then like, no, you're Leonardo. You're like the leader. You're the level-headed one. And like, they went through and like had this big long like explanation of like why each one of us was who, and it completely didn't jive with my childhood like thought. Yeah. And it was like, oh god, like mind blown. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But. No, dude. Yeah, we totally. Teenage Mutant Ninja, ninja Turtles. Turtles. Teenage Mutant teenage ninja, ninja Turtles. Turtles. Do, 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 do. Turtle power. Yep. Oh, the other thing that I love about those that era is that every cartoon had to like put out PSAs. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, teach kids to be good people. Yeah. So the Ninja Turtles, the one I remember from Ninja Turtles, is that somebody was throwing away like the six pack ring and Leonardo would chop it up ah so that the ducks wouldn't get hurt or the fish wouldn't get hurt and then the best one ever this is honorable mention territory for gi joe okay best psa ever was the (laughs) gi joe one where they tell kids not to hide play hide and seek and hide in refrigerators yeah and they're like these kids like ollie ollie oxygen free like totally like 80s you know mayberry kind of stuff yeah you know where's billy and like the gi joe guy's like well, like you know hi lieutenant hawk or whatever yeah. hi where's billy i don't know he might be in that yeah freezer like out of all the things in the junkyard yeah. it has to be the refrigerator yeah <laughs> remember don't hide in refrigerators you could become trapped thanks gi joe yeah gi joe Ooh.
0: you know because what is it no one can have the back yeah. No, it's it's no, it's now we know, and knowing is half the battle, and knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, Teenage Mutant Turtles. I think we watched. I,
1: I've probably seen every episode that's been on TV. We watched. It led to us watching every gr- the first live action movie and the other two terrible ones that came after. <laughs> and I've refused to watch anything new that they've produced where they've yeah. reanimated it and made it computer animated. I'm like, hashtag, not my turtles. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I still go back to that. And I mean, I, I know now as an adult that the whole purpose was like, we've got to introduce characters so we can sell more toys. And like, we never had, we had some different Ninja turtle toys. We never had like the vehicles. We never had the, the pizza van. Yeah. Right. The van that shot the pizzas, but I had a friend who had the van that shot the pizzas. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that kid was cool yeah anyways I would say that was my other like one that I remember watching a ton yeah and then we would go out and there was these like ferns that would grow outside the house that would be like long and tall and they'd come out and they'd be like juvenile you could pull them up and then you could use those as a sword and then if you smacked another one they'd break and then it kind of like a nunchuck oh okay and you could sit there and like swing them around and so like we were always messing around outside with it because my parents would be like we'd watch Cartoons and then kick us outside when it got warm, but like come back when it gets dark. Yeah. Um, you know, so we were always out there like just throwing sticks at trees oh, yeah. and stuff because that's what that's we did what back in the did. day. Yeah, that's what made us the great men we are today. Amen to that.
0: Amen to that. <sighs> but uh, nobles, all get out,
1: dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. one of my
0: football players. We went to
1: be we a Fourth of July parade this year. Uh, And he legit had a set of sunglasses that look like the sunglasses from Krang's giant body.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: And I was like, dude, those are like Ninja Turtle glasses. He had no frame of reference. I was like, no, let me Google on my phone just a minute. And I showed him the picture. He's like, yeah, they do look like that. And I'm like,
0: yeah, Yeah. those are really cool. Yeah. You don't realize how cool that actually is. Yeah. I I have to tell you my Ninja Turtle story. So this is a family joke. We all have things that are slightly embarrassing for us that we brought up when significant others were first introduced to the family. And now that I'm getting married, um, I'm sure India's heard this one. If she hasn't, she's going to hear it now because she's in the other room. So, um, but we have on, we have my parents filmed me one time when I was a little kid. I had to have been like five, six, maybe even seven. And I had Ninja, I had Ninja Turtles VHSs that I would watch. And my parents actually had to hide them. From me because they had pictures of me beating up the furniture and I'm not like I'm, I mean I'm uncoordinated I, I have been in maybe a couple fights in my life and they were in sports so they weren't in like anything else and uh and like I beat up the couch right like I would jump off the couch yelling hi yeah, right hi and my my mom and dad thought it was the funniest freaking thing But my mom was just like, he's going to hurt himself or he's going to hurt the furniture and we can't have that. So my Ninja Turtle movies got hidden from me. (laughs) So Not hurt other people,
1: but the furniture.
0: No, it was the furniture. I was in no danger. I was at more danger to myself than anybody. (laughs) So Which happened more than once when I jumped off the couch and landed on my tailbone, which did not. I feel like
1: it's the same argument that happened when uh, when, uh, Power Rangers came out and parents were all freaking out because
0: they're like, oh no, kids are going to go punch each other. Yeah.
1: Because kids in America hadn't been hitting each other
0: prior to that yeah ever so that's my good ninja turtle story all right mine my last one is my shirt a great target find it's a great show for those of you who have not seen it um frost this is a shout out to you you never finished this series you have a good reason for not finishing the series due to a friend not actually watching they agreed to watch a show each and they wouldn't do it and the other friend didn't so but avatar the last airbender Um, Nickelodeon original show had no idea. Nickelodeon had no clue how big their show was about to be still big to this day, especially when they brought it back to Netflix. Um, Currently a 9.3 on international movie database and a 97% on rotten tomatoes, 96% of Google users like the show. So I just have to lead up, lead in with that. Um, Three seasons. Uh, they did make more, but they made another avatar, Korra, um, which, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, let's see, it won uh, nine Emmys um, for uh, TV, and it was, let's see, how many episodes total? I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm not seeing it here. So anyway, um, but a fantastic show. And again, it's one of those. This is a shout out. I know my history advisor from college has no idea. Probably doesn't remember because he talks to so many kids. He was super helpful. But his name was, um, apparently I don't remember him either. Uh, Brain fart. Wow, that's terrible. Nope, not going to remember. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, But my history advisor uh, taught a class called History 421 and he it was history in secondary schools oh dr moore dr stephen moore uh shout out to dr stephen moore uh he uh he told me he was gonna ruin any movie any piece of music anything i ever listened to again because i would always try and figure out how to use it in my classroom and when you actually sit down and you watch avatar the last airbender so like when i watched it as a kid because i did i watched it i was probably like 13 14 i believe when it came out but i will double check that right now uh, let's see, do do. do. It's not going to give me any information. It's just going to give me all their wins. Uh, let's see, top cast, top creators. I know the storyline, all the parents' cr- complaints. Oh, release date was two thousand five. So I was fifteen. Yep, fifteen years old, about to drive a car. I definitely was watching this show, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Uh, but it was one of the, um, it was one of those shows that i followed all the way through i love the idea so for those of you who don't know the premise of the show is that there are four the world is divided into four nations not our world it's a different map and everything like that and i have it in the back of my classroom so if you ever want to visit my classroom i have a, uh eight by six foot ta- or five by six foot tapestry of the avatar world um not anime by the way not anime because it's chinese based not japanese based and for it to be a- anime it has to be in japan um But the idea is that the world's split into four nations and then people of those nations, there's two separate ones. There's benders and non-benders. And so the people of that nation can bend elements, meaning that they can control them, harness them and everything like that. Um, And as the intro goes, right, the four nations lived in harmony until the Fire Nation attacked. Uh, The Fire Nation is trying to conquer the world. And uh, one of the things they did was they destroyed the Airbenders, uh, the Air Nomads, as they were called, and the last one, uh, Aang, who was the Avatar. And the Avatar is a um, spirit, or is a is a human who is bonded with the spirit Rava, who is the light spirit. And so, uh, when the Avatar dies, it's reincarnated to a next nation in the cycle. And so Aang was an airbender who escaped uh, and that's another story. I don't want to ruin the whole series and you need to go watch it on Netflix. Um, But he uh, can control the elements. He's frozen in a block of ice. He's uncovered um, by two of the main characters, Sokka and Katara of the Southern Water Tribe that live in the South Pole. Katara is a waterbender. Uh, Sokka is not. And they meet Aang, who's an airbender. Um, And they travel the world. The Avatar's job is to be able to bend all four elements and master something called the Avatar State, where they can use all four elements at once. And they use all their knowledge and power from previous Avatars uh, to help bring balance to the world. And they hit so many major themes in this show. And my fiance has watched it with me probably about a thousand times because it's like my go to. I can just throw it on and not worry about it, because it's just, there's so many good ones. They talk about things like refugees, they talk about um, uh, masculinity, they talk about, um, what's the other thing I'm thinking of, uh, they talk about sexism, they talk about hierarchies, they talk about older traditions, and what's cool is, like, it's set in not quite an ancient time, but, like, we're we're pushing, like, the the technological developments are, like, coal powered ships there's balloons right there's some flying machines like like zep what would be the equivalent of like a zeppelin and stuff steampunk. like that what steampunk thank you
1: kind of like steampunk but there's not yeah. a whole lot of it doesn't go overly techno i've
0: i've watched a handful of it with emma yeah so and then what's interesting is that they so they took that show and it's just it's so masterfully done And the way they they handle each situation that appears uh, is very unique. And the character development, there's three seasons um, that are are combined for Aang learning a certain element and mastering it and then moving on to the next one until the final showdown. Um, And oh, man, it's just so good. And I'm I love this show so much that I read fan theory on it. And it fascinates me. Like, I just love the idea of it. And it's actually really cool because our students are getting into it now again. And so, like, when they walk into my room, they're like, is that an avatar, the last airbender map? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> like, we can talk about it. I'm super excited. Um, but it's cool because, like, again, one of the fan theories that I love is how every avatar has to solve the problem that the other avatars before them neglected. And so it's just really interesting. And oh my God, just go watch it. Just please watch what, and you gotta, it's, it's, it's like The Office, right? The Office, you have to watch the first season and you're gonna cringe through it, right? We, we can agree on that. You, you gotta let the characters develop and, and let it build because that, oh, it's, it's so good in the sense that like the journey that they have. The character development they have the power that they possess and it's it's even one of those things where like we ask as teachers we always ask classic questions to get kids talking and debating and one of the ones we always ask is what's your favorite superpower right or if you could have any superpower what would you have And mine every single time was i want the power of the avatar like i want to be able to bend all four elements at the same time <sighs> so cool go look it up watch a couple episodes Tell me about it. Drop a comment at the bottom of this if I'm right or if I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't care. I just I want to talk about Avatar with somebody else. So feel free to ca- talk to me about Avatar. Drop it on my Instagram. Drop it on Turnbark Time Instagram. I will respond. All right, Barker. I have to pause. Otherwise, I'm going to get too excited. Do you think it's – is it is it Buddhism or is it Taoism? Is it – Oh, Barker. Let me just open up that can of worms you just opened up. Okay. So, Barker, let me tell you every, first off, every bending style, this is another thing that I think is so cool. Again, this is more of that fan theory is where did they come up with? Because when they bend, they're doing martial arts and everyone is based off a martial artist or a martial, a type of martial arts. So like water bending is Tai Chi, right? And if you don't know what Tai Chi is, you can uh, Google it. We're on YouTube right now. So go ahead and just type, pause this video, open a new tab and type in Tai Chi. It's basically, it's actually a workout for some people, but it's a lot of mar there's flowing it's like uh, getting energy to flow through your body um and then i want to say air bending is shaolin kung fu um i'm don't and i i cannot honestly remember what fire bending or um earth bending is um but yeah it has elements of buddhism especially with the airbenders um just their 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 uh style of very much like releasing everything from the world right they're very um, free and everything like that one of the things in Legend of Korra which is the following uh it's the avatar after Aang who will be uh who will pass away um when he's 61 years old but technically he's 161 years old so um but he uh Korra has a there's a guy who masters airbending to the point where he can fly like he's let go of all of his earthly attachments to the point where he can release his spirit and he can actually fly without any. He's not flapping or anything. He literally just can bend the air around him to fly. Um, So Buddhism is one of them. There are other elements though that are really interesting. So like when it comes to um, like religious aspects, there aren't many ties to any other religion. Right. Like I say, the airbenders have religion as a whole, but in the show, there aren't any elements of other religions. So they do go through the origins, which the origins are all animal based um, things like so. Well, I guess I take it back. The animal based on three of them. And then the moon is the waterbender. So like people learn to waterbend from the moon, badger moles. Every animal, by the way, is a combination of two animals, which is pretty funny in that show. So Badger moles are the ones who taught earth bending right because they have to use the their blinds so they have to use their earth bending to move around and build tunnels Dragons were the original fire benders and so they learned to fire from the dragons and then er that was earth fire Airbenders the original were sky bison. And so they're basically bison that have th- six legs and can fly through the air and so they bend the air. So people learn to bend from the sky bison and there's more origin stories that I'm not going to get into because it's technically Legend of Korra, so I'm not going to worry about that. Um, all I will tell you is the first Avatar's name is Juan. It's not one like Quincy Juan like U A N. It's Juan is in W-A-N and he is a very interesting character in and of himself. So uh, again, watch it please someone talk to me about it i love it (laughs) so but yeah this is uh this is a fun one um bark i think we let's definitely we'll drop some uh this is dropping this is turkey day right okay so this drops on turkey day um again hopefully you're safe and everything like that but one of the things we wanted to leave off with is we wanted to add on what we're thankful for and kind of discuss Thanksgiving and and have that that little moment for the end. So, Mark, do you want me to start or you want to start? I can start. Um, okay.
1: Shoot, I'm thankful for my family. It's been about a year since my dad passed, and so we're still kind of things are different, you know. And it's just kind of that point in our in my life where people in my dad's generation are getting older and passing away and so it's it's changing dynamics and so i'm thankful to be closer to home and to be around family more um i'm thankful for my 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 social studies department are long. they're my people my people um they understand me they put up with me mm-hmm. don't think the rest of the building understands quite how <laughs> i operate but Do they, they get ever? me <laughs> um shoot thankful for skype so that we can do this you know it's good to keep the keep the back channels open
0: yeah the trans cascadian communication line that was a
1: little uh some of all fears quote for you yeah (laughs) Shoot, and i mean i (sighs) just everything that we have it's been it's been a rough couple of years and to realize that we're still really blessed to have what we have Um, you know, just take a minute and then realize everything's hopefully everything's okay. And kind of think about what you have, focus on what you have instead of what you don't have. Mm -hmm. I think in our society way too much, we get, we get pushed to, especially with like black Friday, this is coming out. this is coming out. Like we get pushed into this idea of like, you always need more. You always want more Mm -hmm. rather than stopping and taking a breath and realizing what we have and maybe you know change your mindset instead of looking for deficits look for look for benefits
0: yeah i like it yeah i'd say i'm, I'm extremely thankful for um for my family uh for my fiance india uh who puts up with me still don't know why still don't know how but she said yes um thankful for the life that we kind of built here and everything like that um thankful for skype thankful for you Right. Don't know if I'd still be teaching or if I'd have a job. Badman for my fearless leader. Um, I'm thankful for like just I, I look at like the life my parents had, um, but wasn't bad. But like everything they gave me to to push me to go forward and, and everything I have here. I'm thankful for my boss, Scott Ramsey, who hired me, but also is a really close friend, a really good confidant. Um, my whole Quincy Middle School staff. I'm super thankful for. We might not always agree on everything. Um, but I know that everyone's heart's in the right place and we're we're headed for what we are. And I'm I'm thankful for our students, you know, like I just I love going in every day and, and yeah, you might have a rough one, but it's something new, it's something exciting. Um, and everything like that. And then um, you know, as cornball it is, I'm thankful for the people who listen to this. I think we're entertaining enough to listen to us. We're on forty minutes right now, so hopefully they Still find us entertaining. Um, but yeah, I there's a lot. And I i thought back at Thanksgiving night last year. Um, I got to spend with uh India at her house or her apartment in Yakima. And and we had Dirk over and everything like that. And then um he's asleep on the couch or he's asleep on the chair right now, just hanging out. Um and yeah, and I didn't really, I don't think I had Thanksgiving with my family. I think I, like, I headed home, and and that was it, because she had to work, and, and everything like that, so it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the year. I'm, I'm excited Wednesday, uh, so again, we're recording this Monday night, so Wednesday, uh, we're hitting the road right after school, and, and going over and spending time with my parents, and my sister, and my, my, uh, my brother-in-law, my niece, and I'm just, I'm really thankful. I'm really excited. Everyone's doing well. Everyone's in good health, and yeah it's just we're slowly getting back to normal and i'm i'm excited for it and i'm thankful for that so um yeah a it's a good time to be alive it's a good time to we'll we'll be okay that's what i keep telling myself is is we'll we'll be okay so but
1: one step at a time
0: yep so, not to get into Christmas music, but put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. No? All right. I'm family. I just think of, como tu
1: comas un elefante, un bocado a la vez.
0: For those of you who don't speak Spanish, is how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> one bite your, at a time. One bite at a time. One of one of my secret favorite things about my new
1: school is I walk around speaking Spanish all the time to kids in the hallway. <laughs> one of my favorite things to have happen is kids go, "Are you the Spanish teacher?" And I look at them and go, "No,
0: nothing."
1: No and then they're really, really, really confused. <laughs> I love so, it.
0: Vive uh, la resistance. Amen to that, man. The vanguard leading from the middle. So well now you're leading from the front, but that's okay. Some of us are still back in the middle to help out. We're in the Ooh. reserves. So doing the Mongol army thing. You can go out in front and bring them to us. <laughs> so all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for tonight. Uh again, if you want to like and subscribe down below, uh follow us on Spotify or anything like that. We know we talk a lot. If you want to hear us talk about something, let us know. Um, if you have suggestions for maybe some guests you want to see on the show. I don't know if we can do a three-way Skype call, but if we can make that work and bring in a guest, too. Um, But, yeah. So, Bark, anything else? No, 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 no. Sorry, you mentioned, like, three people on Skype, and I
1: just – my brain already started, like, the pistons are firing. Like, what will I do to the visual layout? I have Uh, no idea what
0: you'll do to the visual layout.
1: Yeah, we probably have like a blank, probably like a Brady bunch minus like one of the Marshes. Um, well,
0: what we can do, we we can talk about it later. So we can we can make it work.
1: Or one of us is really big and two of us are really small. I
0: don't know. Maybe yeah, the hey guest man.
1: gets to be big and we're small. I
0: don't know. Yeah. But I mean, Anyways, it happens. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful evening. Be safe. Uh, sorry. Well. I jumped ahead of you. Oh, yeah. no. Sorry. I was thinking of deep frying turkeys videos that always pop up around Thanksgiving time. So <laughs> let me go back and say, have a good night, everybody. Be safe <laughs> and be well.